Welcome to the IME Podcast. You're listening to Crystal. And in this episode, this is going to be a parting of ways. This is the end of a karmic cycle. And this is what I can say um, as I move on to other ideas and things that I want to do outside of this podcast. So let's get into it. All right, so so much has happened in a month and a half. Actually, it's been more than that, but the last episode was on April 7th, and I believe today is May 22nd, which is the new moon. Um, new moon in Gemini, and astrologically, there's a lot of things going on, a lot of planets in retrograde, and what I've come to understand about my life over this time period, um, I mean, there's so much, but um, my natal chart, a lot of it is in retrograde, so I was born at a time where there was a lot of retrogrades, which means in this space where... Um, the world is facing a lot of retrograde planets and spaces. This means that for everyone, a lot of people, um, it's it's a time where a lot of people are going to be forced to look at and reflect because that's what retrograde means. It means to go back retro, to reflect, go back and look at things. And because naturally my natal chart is in a place where I naturally reflect all the time when the planets are direct, when everyone else is living their best life, not looking at shit, I'm always looking at shit. So now it's the opposite. Now that uh, so much of the world is in retrograde, I'm not having to reflect on anything. Why? Because I was doing it the entire time. So for me, uh, I experience a state of peace and just, you know, I'm just kind of going with the flow as everyone else is um, experiencing the turn up. (laughs) Um, And it's just one of those things that I discover about myself that, you know, I've always been on the opposite end of things. When everyone feels this way, I feel differently. When everyone's going through that, I'm going through something that no one else can understand. And I've come to terms with that truth and I recognize it as a huge blessing because as people experience and feel and perceive in their reality that things are falling apart, I don't get that sense at all. I'm actually like, oh no, life Life is good, even if you can't perceive it, but it's good. So for me, I perceive my life as good and feeling taken care of and um, feeling a sense of peace and well-being while everyone else is perceiving something else. So uh, I also have watched a lot of elements in my life come to an end um, over the last year, but specifically in the last month and a half, um, all of the energetic work that I've done in 
removing things that um, removing things that are not me and so let me explain that because this is a part of like the million epiphanies I received in, in, in this time period so one of the things that I realized as a truth for me and that's another thing going forward it's like what I realized is that my truth and because I experienced such a different reality from everybody else is that my truth only applies to me so um if I were to ever do another podcast it wouldn't be to tell anybody shit about anything it's just an example of what my life is and that's what I realized is that um you know my my natural desire to help people can't actually be externally helping anybody you know there's a realization that the only way to help anything or anyone is to be completely hands-off and pay attention to myself and that's one of many limiting beliefs I've had to remove is that um you know this world has been explicitly focused on everything outside of it which has caused us to neglect our own personal individual unique truths and what I realize is that when we exclusively focus on ourselves um our own well-being our own energy signatures and um what energetically um aligns with us then we can stop entertaining everything that isn't us so a lot of the uh experiences that humanity has with resistance and a lack of well-being and just general struggle is because humans don't have this awareness on some level that what they're dealing with that adversity is just not them like that resistance energy you're dealing with that's not you because like anything that is you is going to bring you harmony so anything that isn't bringing you harmony is not you. It's not your energetic signature. It's just not something that you align with. So it's just like anything that you're coming across, it's like you can recognize it as like, oh, that's something that I don't necessarily, it's, it, doesn't, I, it doesn't align with my specific energetic signature. And so when that kind of goes off in your head and it clicks and it's like, oh, that's not me. Because that's actually from the perspective of where I'm operating now, I'm able to see clearly, oh, that's not me. That over there is not me. You know, it's it's like me looking at my external reality and um, discerning what is me and what isn't because everything that we experience in our reality is an aspect of us, right? Um and well here's the thing because I was debunking the whole mirroring thing um that I had talked about in earlier podcasts how everything is a mirror yes it's a mirror but no it's not um life can be a mirror from one perspective but from the perspective uh through where I perceive now life isn't a mirror life is just a message telling me you know, what is and what isn't. So I don't know if that would make sense to anybody, but um, 
basically I feel like my external reality is simply telling me what is me and what isn't. And it's just as simple as that. And when I realized that, I was like, well, damn, the whole fucking time my reality was telling me all the things that weren't me. But, like, when you're a human going through such a deep experience of, like, adversity and you're living under the programming of all these limiting beliefs, you just, like, think that you've been dealt a specific hand and, like, your struggle and your adversity is a part of who you are when it's not. None of that shit is. The truth is, is that everything that we're attracted to, everything that we desire, everything that um, we we are as a hum- human being, you know, um, things that we identify with, things that we're interested in, those come along to us very harmoniously without effort. You know, you notice what you like, you know, what's your favorite thing? What, what are the things that you like to do? You don't have to dwell over those things. Those things come as natural as breathing, right? So the things that you're in alignment with, the things that you're in harmony with, the things that you gravitate towards too are just, you know, showing you what you could be paying more attention to. They're showing you who you are in the things that come to you easily. You know, your life shows you who you are by the things that you desire and what you're attracted to and what makes you happy. And when you experience struggle or adversity, after realizing, you know, what things are in alignment with you, when you experience anything that isn't, is having that clear awareness of, that's just not me. That's some other shit, but it's not me. And in that moment, you can be aware of what isn't you. And it removes itself. Like, it dissolves. It no longer becomes your issue or your problem. And that's something that I've been noticing with other people around me. Uh, Consequently, people that I am recognizing that, you know, I made a clear decision. I'm moving away from this person. I'm moving away from that job. I'm moving away from this situation. I'm moving away from that. Just clearly making easy, quick, effortless decisions around anything or anyone that's entertaining um, struggle for no reason, you know? And I know it's going to sound preloaded to say that, like, if the world were able to see what aligns with them on an individual level, like this whole Corona shit could be a wrap real quick. Why? What are people focusing on right now? People are focusing on what they don't have. I'm like, honey, if you don't have it, it's not yours. It's not in alignment with you. Or if whatever is in your reality is something that you don't want. Well, honey, that's not in alignment with you. Why do you keep giving more of your energy to it, right? So it's just, you know, just watching, observing. People watching, just watching people uh, lend their energy, pour their energy into things that they don't even like. 
They keep feeding their struggle. They keep feeding their fear. They keep um, just doing shit that doesn't serve them. And But yet, at the same time, the people who are feeding these circumstances are resisting them. And so here's here's the little, like, you know, major key alert. The little gem drop on that. Uh, because it seems a little ironic. But the quickest thing or the quickest way to move through the struggle is to face it. Look at it for what it is. Honestly, a lot of people are resisting a whole bunch of things within themselves that aren't them. And it's like, well, the reason why this thing, you know, because everything that isn't you is is a virus, essentially. If you think if you want to think of it that way and everything that you've unintentionally uh, and and just unconsciously have been holding in your experience, in your body, energetically, all these things that you don't fuck with, all these things that you don't align with, um, got trapped within you, within your experience. Why? Because you were pushing away from it. The truth of the matter is, is that as a human being uh, living in duality, we have to find ourselves in a space where we allow everything. You have to allow all the emotions. Because if you allow all the emotions on the energetic level to pass through you, it will not manifest externally into complication and struggle and perpetuated cycles, right? But you just have to trust that. Even if you don't understand it, you have to trust it until it make sense to you until you evolve into that state of awareness where you realize oh shit yeah that's actually true you know what I'm saying it's just one of those things where it's just like if you feel some type of way allow yourself to feel some type of way don't go off and distract yourself with whatever your addiction may be whether it's food whether it's video games whether it's watching TV, whether it's participating in the news and media, whether it's um, grasping onto friends to gossip, or just, you know, whatever it is that keeps you away from sitting with yourself in quietness. You know? It's just like... You just have to, you have to sit with it. You have to be in, you have to be in the moment, you have to be in the space with these things because if you're experiencing that resistance that shit is trapped somewhere inside of you and the only way that you can release it is by relaxing into a space where it can let itself go and move out of your system because everything is energy it's always energetic first if you let that shit pass through energetically it will not manifest in your external reality as complication it just won't and so for me the way that I've been navigating through untangling complicated external circumstances is I mean I've done all the energetic work but now I see where there's certain physical actions that I have to take because some of those energies that I released as limiting beliefs, they have been embedded through like ancestral, collective, lineage, ashes. Like basically, the shit was there for so fucking long. It requires me to take some sort of physical action to undo that karmic loop and that karmic pattern. And that just means 
saying no to people, stop talking to people, cutting certain people off. And when I say people, you can tell it's come up for me individually as like relationships and entanglement, social entanglements and circumstances where it's just like, yeah, once these situations with these people end, it's done. It's done. Why is it done? Because there's a recognition that those people are entertaining things that I'm not in alignment with. Or maybe there's an imbalance in the connection where people, you know, they just weren't mutual or reciprocal or they were um, energetically feeding more than they were giving or um, where that person's attention was focused on was more on feeding their own viruses, air quotes, viruses, meaning that whatever those viruses were, um, were the things that they just were resisting, all the things that they didn't want to look at. And, you know, shit that I can see with fucking 20, 20, 30, 30, 50, 50, 60, 60 vision, like shit is obvious to me. And I'm looking over and into what they're experiencing. And I'm just like, why don't you just sit down? Why don't you just get quiet? And why don't you just look at all the shit that you're entertaining right now? Look at all of your perceived upset and navigate through that. And then don't come to me with that shit because that's not, that's not my responsibility. That's not my experience. And this is what I've learned about like being someone who holds down the light in this world. First of all, just hold it down for yourself. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like our purpose in this lifetime is to hold down the light for ourselves individually. If you want to know what a universal pur- purpose is for for anyone and everyone, hold down the light for yourself. That's it. That's your life purpose. And then everything else that you do creatively is um is a byproduct of holding down your own light. So a lot of people f- think that like, oh, my life purpose is we'll have to build this business and have to create this and create that. No. That's not your purpose. That's a byproduct. Your purpose is to hold down your other light. I mean, your own light. Because if you can't hold down your own light, you're not going to be able to create the business or the, the lifestyle that you want. Or just, you know, whether it's music or art or, you know, a service or an idea, technology or whatever. You're not going to be able to create any of that stuff if you're not holding down your light. So it's about getting clear on what your purpose is. And it's very simple. Hold down your own light for your own fucking self. And everything else will come together naturally and effortlessly. Because when you clean up all the things that are not you, that are not of your energy, you stop resisting it, whatever is in your field, you let that shit clean out of your field, you let it process, you let it detox, whatever, let it move away from you, then then it's clear 
what's what is of your energy is clear to you because everything that you need for your life is within you. It's not outside of you. It's all within you. All the ideas, all the motivational energies. Um, you don't need to grind to make things happen. That's an old, not even an old paradigm. It's just a flat out limiting belief. You don't have to grind to do anything. And whatever it is that you, air quotes, grind for, that is an energy that's, that's automatically installed within you to make that shit happen. But as you're making it happen with that energy, it doesn't feel like a grind. You feel me? So what is a perceived grind you know, by others is just natural to the person who is in alignment and who's just doing their thing because they've already grounded their own light. They're holding themselves down. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things that is just like, as you move into higher states of awareness, life is more simplified. And then you're able to look around you and see, wow, wow, this is like silly, 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 silly. You can look back on all the aspects and experiences of your life where you're just like, man, all of this was so silly. But yet it wasn't silly because when you didn't have the awareness, that shit felt dead ass. That shit felt real as fuck. That shit felt overly complicated. That shit felt way harder than it needed to to be, right? And it's like, if you had the awareness, like, if you had the awareness now and could apply it to, to those circumstances of the past, you wouldn't have gone through everything that you have gone through to even get you to the state of awareness. So it's like, yeah, the past is silly as fuck, but like that silly ass past is what's brought you to the higher states of awareness. Like you essentially have to go through the bullshit. Like the people that I am moving away from and cutting off from, that in itself is living out um, you know, like circumstantial bullshit that I have to move through. In order to get into another higher state of awareness. So it's like we're not discounting the struggle that we're experiencing. I'm not saying that at all. But uh, there's also just like a recognition when you get to a certain state of awareness. That like if you see something and you know what it is, what's going on. There's no reason for you to entertain that. Because if you're aware and you're entertaining something, <laughs> then you're fucking up. You know what I'm saying? But I know that from wherever I am right now, it's just like, man, I can see all the spaces where I just didn't understand what I was going through. I didn't understand the level of blindness that I was in. And once you become aware of a certain state of reality, there's no going back. There's no making poor decisions in that space anymore. 
You just can't. You can't be aware and then be making dumbass decisions. Although, sometimes I, I'm just kind of wondering about certain people because, you know, there's people that I know that have a state of awareness and yet I do see them choosing certain things. I'm just like, well, you know what? That's just a cycle that they're playing out. Whatever their blind spot is, is something that they're playing out. And whatever that shit is, is not me. So I'm going to move away from them and let them work that out. Because it, it happens. Like, there's no arrival point to states of awareness. You know, it's just being on this escalator, for real. An escalator of awareness where you're just constantly realizing things and realizing things and realizing things. And sometimes it's just, you know, you see people that, like, they realize some things, but they haven't fully realized other things that maybe you already realize. And it's just like, you know, because I've been there and done that where, where I've had conversations with people and I shared a perspective and they're just like, and yeah, but yada, 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 struggle, struggle, struggle. I'm going to talk about bullshit. And it's like, okay, so you understood what I said. They're like, yeah, I do understand what you're saying. But I'm going to go and participate in, in bullshit once more. So I do understand those folks who understand a higher state of awareness, but somewhere within their energy, they haven't like, they haven't released it on an energetic level, which is why they're still choosing to um, focus and concentrate on bullshit. So that's been very interesting for me to watch is watching people. It's like, I don't know if, if it's conscious, you know, consciously or like semi, I feel like it's semi consciously choosing to play out a certain reality. Cause I'm like, you understood what I said, but you're still, you know, participating in that bullshit. So I'm gonna let you do that. And just allowing people to be exactly where they are. Because what people are doing, the decisions that they make, and whatever things that they're participating in, that is explicitly their experience. And if you're seeing that somebody's playing into reality, that you're just like, <laughs> you, like you find yourself laughing, or you're just like, man, yeah, I can't, mm -mm. like... You don't see yourself being around somebody who's explicitly and like deliberately playing into certain things. That lesson is for you. That's always like your thing to, to move away from. It has nothing to do with them. Um, because in their experience, they are explicitly learning like or playing out whatever it is that they want to play out. And if they want to play that out, that's on them, but that shit ain't got nothing to do with you. And if you're looking at them, you're just like, oh, that's some shit I wouldn't play in because you're not playing in it necessarily. But like, if that person's in your reality, there is a part of you that's playing in it. Why? Because you're connected to them. So that's why I'm saying like, sometimes, you know, we see people playing in certain realities that 
we aren't necessarily physically playing in, but because we're connected to people who are playing in those realities, it's affecting us energetically. And there's a part of us that we get to this point where it's like, you know, I can't fuck with that person who keeps, you know, dealing with fuckery or entertaining fuckery. Like, because you understand that, like, the people in your life are a reflection on some level. On some level, they're a reflection of what you are entertaining somewhere in your energy. You get to a point where you see people who aren't taking care of themselves, who aren't um, focused on their own well-being, and you're like, uh, that person is not... Like, we don't share the same things. And you recognize that you have to move away from it. Move away from those those people. And you have to. This is one of those things that I've learned. It's so important to let go of those people. And this is why. In order to get the people who fully align with you, the people who share your energy, who share your feelings, your emotions, your thoughts, your aspirations, your creativity, you have to let those people who are playing in other bullshits go like physically go physically you got to take them out your address books don't email them don't call them you know even if you got to change your number that's where I'm at right now like I'm at the end of this karmic cycle where you know I got a new phone number and I mean I've (laughs) I've done quite a few things like I've had a number ported to um my old number ported to like an online so I ported it to Google Voice and then I have a new phone number that nobody has but one person and then it's just like you know once I finish cutting these last few people off and getting out of you know one more karmic situation it's done that number deleted is is done Anybody who has that number, nobody's getting a notification on what the new number is. All of those people from the past, they are gone. They're done. They're done. And I know for some people, that's going to be like, oh my gosh. Like, Yes, it's extreme for for certain people where you just have to like, you got to be a blank slate. Some of us have to be a completely blank slate. I mean, I'm not completely blank. Like there's... um. It's like maybe two people. Yeah, I'm thinking like two people that have access to me from that I'm keeping like from my past. Everyone else, they're not moving forward. And that's real. That's real. So, um, but that's like, that's the extremity of that particular aspect of my experience. Not everyone has that. Some people actually have connections that, you know, a lot of their connections are growing and moving with them. That's not the case for me. Not everybody has been moving and growing. I've actually realized that I've, um, you know, my natal chart has brought me a lot of energies to reflect on all the people, places, things, circumstances that are not me, you know. It's a lot of family that got to go. A lot of people that I used to know that got to go. A lot of friends that ain't friends no more. 
you know? Why? Because I was operating out of limiting beliefs and conditioning that were catering to people and giving my energy to people who didn't really care for me, who didn't really connect with me, who didn't really, like, share my vision. You know, and a lot of that was because of just, like, being an empath and not knowing, not having the level of consciousness to realize that, like, oh, well, these people don't care about you as much as you care about them. That's been the hardest lesson. Letting go of people who who you recognize don't support you. And yet they they feed and they thrive off of your support. How many how many people out here have seen people in their lives that like thrived off of your contribution of your support and and your energy towards their life like you were encouraging them you were you know um being a good friend being a good sibling or family member being a good colleague you're just being a good influence in someone's life and they were able to thrive off of that but they never gave you anything in return in return it was like it wasn't reciprocal it was just somebody that like fed off of your light but wasn't sharing any light in return and it's you know some realities are are strange it's interesting how um there are certain people we'll just say certain people in power people that have a lot of wealth and people have have a lot of money and you may not see them as like good people but then you ask yourself how are they how did they manifest all of that you know there's a lot of um i don't want to say bad people but for the sake of the example you know people who um have a lot of resources, have a lot of blessings, and yet they don't, they're not serving people in a good way. They're not reciprocal. From one perspective, they could be hoarding, like they're hoarding all the resources, they're feeding off of everyone's energy, and feeding off the collective energy, thriving, right? And yet maybe they're still, they're treating people like shit. And it's just like, what? Like, how do you, how do you karmically not experience repercussions for that? So here's the thing about manifestation. Um, in my mind thus far, I've completely debunked manifestation in creation theory. And here's why. Uh, Where we create, I believe, is something that's done before we incarnate. But once we get into these bodies, what we manifest is only, it's only in the script from which we created from before we got into these bodies. So essentially, 
um, people who talk about, oh, well, you're a co-creator of your reality and yada, 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 and da, 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 da. Uh-uh. No. That's never been my experience. I've always been a good person. Um, you know, I've always uh, wanted the best for for others. And I've known people who were amazing, sweet, gentle, loving souls. Even people who operated from a place more loving, way more loving than I've ever operated. And yet they were in extreme poverty, gave the shirt off their back, you know, never, was never able to thrive in their lifetime. And I'm like, well, karmically, that person, you know, who was always reciprocal, always supporting others no matter where they were in their state of existence, that person is somebody that should have been wealthy, resource-wise, manifesting-wise, right? And this is why I just, I debunked the whole manifestation thing, Because I knew people who felt like they deserved more, but their reality just didn't give that to them. And some people are just like, oh, well, you just, you have to feel into it to to get it. And it's like, yes and no. I'll just say this about manifestation. I'm not saying that it's complete bullshit because it's not bullshit. It's just, um, I feel like manifestation is a design and it's a design that has been created before your life begins, not during. This isn't something you can change. Um, something that I always felt during my lifetime is that there's always been this lack of control. It's always been this deep, innate feeling of like, I don't have control over my life. And not in a sense where it's just like, oh, I can't go out and do this or do that. It's, no, 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 no. That's not the kind of control that I'm talking about. Um, it's this sense of awareness that like, in my life, I'm living out a specific narrative and I can't change that. It's like when you watch a film, whatever that, narrative, whatever that narrative is for that film is what it is. No matter how many times you watch it, the narrative is still the same. And I feel like that is a mirror. Like we have films in our human experience to reflect that back to us as a truth. Nothing in our reality is just here for no fucking reason. There's a lot of truths that are in our external reality you know sending information back to us if only we could see it so with that being said it's just like I recognize that our lives are more like a film than it is virtual reality It is a form of virtual reality if you take into account of like your soul and your higher self and the version of yourself that is watching you play this out within your body because your consciousness, the energy that 
is in this body that keeps you alive, that allows you to breathe naturally, that is a part of of whatever has the reins over your experience. That energy created what you're living out. And that consciousness is on a time-lapse evolution escalator. And it's like, it seems to be watching the movie for the first time, but it's just experiencing it from within the body for the first time. Meanwhile, you have your higher self that knows every aspect of the script of your life experience. And it's like the overseer to your consciousness that helps like that helps support that energy that's within your body, the energy that allows you to breathe and talk as I'm doing right now. Because it's important to have that coach, that higher self that's like, oh yeah, yeah, Crystal, you're you're fine. Like, I know this, okay, this aspect of your experience is a little confusing right now, but trust me, it'll all work out. Like, it's fine. And that's exactly the state that I'm in right now. It's just like, yes, there's a state of extreme well-being. But that well-being only comes from the the coaching and the guidance and the support from my higher self. Nothing from my external reality can give me that sense of peace. So I know I've said a lot. And this is supposed to be a wrap it up episode. Um... I mean, there's no particular reason that I'm wrapping up the podcast other than, you know, feeling like this was a part of a karmic exercise that, you know, I'm currently bringing to a close. Um, I learned a lot. You go back through all the episodes, you can see every state of awareness that I was in, The especially the earlier part of the podcast, where it's just like, man... Man, just such a limited scope of view. But it's like, that's the point. Everyone's on this conveyor belt of evolution and awareness. You don't come into this world knowing anything. As a baby, you're just like observing and you're absorbing and you learn how to talk, then you learn how to walk, then you learn how to like engage with other people. And it's like that throughout your entire life, you know, and we have to go back to that understanding and that awareness of, of these things that like, whatever you see in your external reality, whatever looks polished had to come from a state in which it wasn't polished, in which it was a hot mess. That's why it's very important that throughout our lives, we're not sugarcoating, we're not polishing anything. You know, that's one of the things what, you know, that I love about um, demos. When I was making music, I loved raw demos. I always loved the stuff that wasn't polished. There's stuff that I had produced that I just didn't like afterwards. I liked the demo more than, than the finished version. 
maybe that's one of the reasons why it's just like, well, maybe I don't want to make music anymore. Or if I do, it'll maybe it'll just live as demos. And that's it. Or maybe I just like live music, you know. I love things that are in the moment. I love things that sound like they were made in a space of time with, without it being doctored or manipulated to be something that it actually wasn't in that specific space or time, you know? Like, presence is important. And when we're manipulating our present moment to be something that it never was, it's like you're living a lie. You're living in a circumstance that is not true to oneself. I think that's why I've watched myself, like, you know, stop using things like certain products or, you know, I mean, I've never been a person that's worn makeup, but it's like, there's a part of me that just like, I'm, I've noticed that my detergents have changed, my soaps have changed, my lotions have changed. What I put on my face changes. Like I just threw away some makeup two days ago. And that's not to slight anybody who wears makeup, but it's just like, that's, you know, that could also be a creative decision. It's your choice and how you want to dress something up. I think for me, in my personal experience, the thing that I'm aligned to is what things actually are. (laughs) Yes, you can dress things up, you can create. I recognize that makeup and, and whatever it is that you choose, like your accessory of choice to dress things up, that's a part of creativity. I'm not bashing anybody who uses accessories. But I know that for me, my alignment is that like, I just, I love this shit that's just like natural in a way. In whatever way that I perceive it as natural. I don't need a lot of things flossed up. I don't believe that like, I don't believe that you have to finesse to win people over. There's nothing more gorgeous to me than, like, seeing somebody who's just passionate about, like, the things that they're passionate about. Sometimes I just like watching artisans um, in these YouTube videos that, like, create things from, like, mud. They create these fabulous things from, from dirt and clay. And everyone's like, oh, that's so amazing. That's so marvelous. But like the same people who enjoys those things, they wouldn't necessarily create from that place. They wouldn't actually be the artisan that's in there creating it from the dirt. They, they appreciate it. They enjoy it. Yes. But they wouldn't actually be the creator of that. They're like, oh, that's, that's gorgeous. But I wouldn't make that. You know, everybody have... You know, everybody has uh, their own preferences. And so that's also important too. Understanding that everybody is unique. And when I say unique, I mean really unique. 
unique beyond what you actually perceive these people are acting from. Everybody's unique. Beyond, again, beyond the place from where they're appearing to you. There's a sense of deep uniqueness that a lot of people haven't stepped into, which is the point of like what we're going through in this specific space and time in this world right now. It's not the just, you know, the coronavirus is a representation for all the internal viruses that humans have always possessed within themselves. Look at all your viruses, motherfuckers. Recognize what's not you. Recognize what needs to be, you know, cleaned up, released. When you become aware of everything that is a, a virus in your body, meaning a virus in this case, definition, something that is not you, something that you're not aligned with. Whether you're, you know, entertaining relationships that you don't want to be in, that's a virus. You're at a job that you don't want to work at, that's a virus. You're dressing or acting a certain way that you know that's not from your true nature, that's a virus. Become aware of it. That's how you release it. Letting go is not complicated. Become aware of all of the things that are not truly you. And it leaves, it dissolves. People always talking about, you got to let go of this, you got to let go of that. But nobody's explaining what that letting go looks like. Letting go means becoming aware of what you've been doing that isn't actually serving you. Trust. And when you allow yourself to just face and look at, man, you know what? I've been living this way for so long, but I actually don't want to be this person. I don't want to do this thing. I don't want to live this specific life. And then you, you just, you just stop doing it. You're like, you know what? I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to make a decision to do something else. And it's done. So in terms of podcasts, uh, this is it for me, at least with this one. Um, this was an entire era of a karmic cycle that I was in and happy that I did it because I learned a lot and but you know there's no reason for me to to podcast from this particular outlet anymore I do have ideas around some other things um but I have no idea what they're going to manifest into. You know, only when I reach that point will it be evident and apparent. But this has been a really nice exercise for me. And again, like I said, you know, the only reason why I've, I've continued to do this for this time period is just to demonstrate for myself to get really clear that like evolution requires a person to be in one state of being which usually looks like a place that they don't want to be in but they're unaware of and then they evolve into a better state of of being um, where they find themselves in more alignment 
And more people need to see that process and understand that that process exists because there's a lot of conditioning in the collective right now. People are still looking at people on Instagram and Facebook and wherever. And it's a false sense of what having a life experience is. People are still under that spell. And it's just like, look, for all of those people who are looking at other people's lives, like, oh, they have it better than me. It's like, no, they don't. Mm-mm. No. That person is always going to have something that they're learning from. Everybody has things that they're learning from. So instead of you looking at other people and just like wondering why they seem to have such a a good life, if you're comparing, you're wasting time. Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as that. If you're comparing, you're wasting your time. But nobody wakes up perfect. No, I mean, perfect perfection just doesn't exist. Um, people get to wherever they are from a state of being where they weren't. That's facts for everybody. So if you're looking at somebody's life and you're like, man, they're having a great life and their life looks so, air quotes, perfect. It's because they moved through some shit to get there. Don't get it twisted. Everybody has lived through some shit to get out onto the other side of that. There's no such thing as escaping your lessons and your lessons aren't you know shit this isn't a fucking classroom but like your lessons are simply this just being aware becoming aware of what doesn't resonate with you it's simple it's so fucking simple there's so many downloads and epiphanies that I've received um, that have been worded and given to me in a way that just reflect the same message oh honey this whole thing has been simple it was just like you recognizing what you don't like (laughs) what wasn't you what you needed to move away from what was complicating your life that you just had to like let go of like you didn't need to like work on that you didn't need to make it work all you had to do was walk away Walk away, move away, cut it off, da-da-da. The thing is, is that like one of the hidden beliefs in our collective, in our society, is that, oh, you shouldn't walk away, or that's quitting, or that's this, or that's that. And that's what keeps us entrapped in situations that we don't want to be in. Obligation energy. Fuck that. Cut it off, walk away, don't talk to it, ghost, whatever. And... So let's talk about ghosting for a second. All those times that I've ever been ghosted, rejected, where people moved away from me, where I just didn't understand what was going on. Now I understand why that's a blessing. 
people move away, people reject, people ghost because of what they're going through. It has nothing to do with me, but it's also a reflection of the blessing in that rejection. You know, there's a blessing in being ghost. Id. Ghosted. Yes. Allow yourself to be ghosted. Allow yourself to be rejected. Allow people to move away from you. They're doing you a favor. Trust. They really are. Why? Because that's an opportunity for you to do something for yourself and for you to recognize something that you can provide to yourself that you actually like. And I know some people might be like, well, you know, I don't know. Like, I really like that person or I really like that circumstance or I really like that situation. Look closer. Look again. Is it really serving you? Something about it isn't. There's a reason why it moved away from you. There's a reason why you could never grasp it. There's something else that you needed to grasp first, right? So, um, this has been such a great time. I think I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll leave the podcast. There's definitely some things that I was just wondering, like, ah, oh, you know, maybe I should just delete shit, whatever. Like, because nobody listens to it anyway. This was just, like, a thing for me. But um, my guides were like, leave it you gotta leave it and I'm just like for what but um one thing that I want to note is that for those people who feel like they've never fit in anywhere the reason why you don't fit any you don't fit in anywhere is because you fit in with yourself this is applicable to everyone some people have better relationships with the world around them because um, they have an inner understanding or inner connection that they've acquired that allows them to experience that connection externally. But for those of us who are coming into that, like myself, you know, we're coming in from a deeper place where we're having to move a lot of things out of the way that weren't us in order to establish that inner connection. Reason why we don't fit in to this world is because we fit in with ourselves. It's just everybody's on the same path and that's just like recognizing that the goal and the purpose is the self like turn towards yourself get back to you your focus is you what do you want it's always been about you not about other people because when you make it about yourself then you're automatically in a space to serve everyone else. In order to serve the planet, you have to serve yourself. Otherwise, you don't have the energy, the resources, or the creativity to give to the world. You have to take care of yourself. You have to concentrate on yourself. You have to focus on yourself. You have to nurture yourself. Above all, And with that, my friends, it's been awesome. It's been real. I wish you all the best. And I can't say until next time because it's over. So thank you.